Right now, I'd like to present our Sunday School program for this morning. The title is Unfrozen. Once upon a time, these words have been the start of countless stories. When we hear Once Upon a Time, we know what will follow. A tale of adventure and wonder. A legendary story of heroes and villains. In the end, good triumphs over evil, and everyone lives happily ever after. These tales have become familiar to us all. We know that the lowly pauper will turn out to be a prince. We know that the king will triumph over the evil. The once cold, dead heart will become unfrozen. After a while, the story loses its wonder and excitement. The Christmas story began once upon a time. We don't want to forget the power of that story. How that the baby born in a manger is our Prince of Peace. How King Jesus established a kingdom that will never end. How he restores the frozen hearts of people and gives them new life again. We invite you now to join us for a morning of joyful worship, playful presentation, and a fresh examination of the birth of Jesus, the one who took what was cold and lifeless and made it unfrozen again. Once upon a time, there were two young girls. One was named Ingo. Hi. And the other was named Olga. Inga and Olga were both sisters. They both happened to be princesses. Oh, we're princesses and sisters. Just like nope, a movie. This is an entirely different story. Inga had, Olga had special powers. Powers that she could not control. Are you sure it isn't like that movie? It does sound a lot like it. No, now be quiet and let me continue the story. I bet mom and dad separated us because of your powers. The girls' parents grew afraid of Olga's powers. In order to protect both of their daughters, the parents separated them. Olga was shut up in her room. She never saw her sister anymore. And no one ever told Inga about Olga's flowers or why she could not see her sister. Do you want to... No, you can't ask that. Fine. How about go... Do, do you want to go get a burger? No, how about throw a baseball around, or play with our dolls, or something? Maybe go catch a movie. The one about the two sister princesses? I can This is depressing. It really is, isn't it? This is how life will be from now on. No, things are bound to improve. What makes you say that? Well, isn't this a fairy tale? Doesn't these once upon a time always end and they live the happily ever after? Do they? Sure they do. I wish I had your optimism, but like the narrator said, I'm without hope. No, let me, no, let me prove it to you. Hey, that's mine. Reindeer, snow monster, lost his thing. Ah, here it is, and they lived happily ever after. See? Feel better now? Thanks, I do. Hey, you want to go get that burger now? Sounds good to me. Here's your book back. 
But wait, we haven't continued us. We haven't finished our story. Oh, now we are going. Anyway, to be continued. We would all like to know that uh, what's at the back of the book. We want to know that the story has a happy ending. We'd like to believe that all of our suffering and strife serve some greater purpose, and we want to know that at the end of it all, we will be okay. God gave the people of Israel a peek at the back of the book. He gave them a word to the prophet Isaiah. It was a word of assurance, a word that God would not forget them, a word that he would send his son to be their savior. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light on those living in the land of deep darkness. A light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you, as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this, Isaiah 9, 2-3, 6-7. I would like you to join with us and, and sing, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. Stand, please.
Lord Jesus, come. The Christmas story reminds us that there is a thrill in expectation. And we, when we put our hope in God, our waiting is not in vain. He will provide the power and love. His timing is perfect and his deliverance is absolute. We don't wait with a sort of resigned um, patience. We wait on God with excitement, confidence, and joy. Lord Jesus, come. I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my trust. I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning, more than watchmen wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope into the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all their sins. Psalm chapter 135 through 8. A tale of two sisters, Princess Olga Hi. and Princess Ingo. <laughs> Today we continue our tale of two sisters, Princess Olga and Princess Ingo. Princess Olga had special powers that she could not control. Just like the princess in that movie. No, and we're not going to start that again. <coughs> oh, I think it's one. Skittle. Olga was afraid that she might one day hurt someone with her out-of-control powers. So she decided that it was best to leave the kingdom and live in a cold, barren wasteland alone. Bye! When she was by herself, Olga built herself... Let me guess. 
She built a huge palace made of snow and ice. No, FYI, she built herself a huge cardboard shack. I what? She what? Yo, she decided that she did not need a big icy palace. So when she was by herself, she built herself a big cardboard shack and leave them that. Okay. No, wait. She's supposed to build herself a huge palace. Sorry, I'm the one telling the story here. Are you just going to sell for living in a cardboard box? This is more than a house made of ice. And if I can find some refrigerator boxes, I think I'll add on to the east wing. No, stop. We're royalty. Princesses. Princesses are supposed to live in luxury. They're supposed to have the finest of everything. Not every royal person lives like that. Name one. Jesus. Jesus? Jesus? He's not in the story. When I was back there getting my cardboard box, I ran into some shepherds. They had just met baby Jesus. He's a, sta- he's a king, and he's staying in the stable, sleeping in a child that animals eat at. Actually, it makes the cardboard box not sound so bad. Ain't no shepherds in the story, you know? Didn't the shepherds think it was odd that a king was living in a barn? They didn't mention it. I guess they were too excited about meeting Jesus, said everyone to meet him. It does sound sad. Do you want to go and meet him? I do. Wait for me. Oh, man, you're going again? Anyway, to be continued. The long-awaited Savior has been born in the sleepy little town of Bethlehem. The tale has been told many times, but we gather together now with new heirs, listening with expectancy and curiosity, hearing the story again like the first time. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house of David and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, the the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloth and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph, and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what he had been told, what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Luke 2, 4, verse 4, Luke 2, verse 4 to 20.
2,000 years ago, the angels invited the shepherds to meet his, this newborn king. The shepherds accepted the invitation, laying down their staffs and leaving their flocks behind. They knew that what awaited them was more important than anything that they were leaving. Today, we are given a similar invitation to meet Jesus. We will have to lay some things aside and leave other things behind. But what God offers us in Jesus is so much more than we could ever give up. The Holy Spirit calls us to meet Jesus. Let us go. Psalm 25, verse 4 to 7. God, show me a way. Teach me how to follow you. Lord, show me your ways. Teach me how to follow you. Lord, remember your great mercy and love. Don't remember how often I refuse to obey you. Remember me because you love me. <laughs> Lord, you are good. Come, all is faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come, oh, come, me to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, born the King of Angels. Oh, come, let us adore Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Cry the Lord. We now continue our story of two sisters. Princess Olga. Hi. And Princess Ingo. Hey. Princess Olga had special powers. Like a princess. No, don't say it. Anyway, Olga had powers that she cannot control. So, she let, went in the wilderness and lived in a cold barren with that. She went and lived in a big shack and lived in that. It's nicer than it sounds. But Inga loved her sister very much and she missed her. She decided that she needed to bring Olga back to the kingdom. Uh, yes, Inga went to find her sister. This is when you're supposed to find your sister. No thanks. No thanks? What do you mean, no thanks? I mean, I'm fine over here. What's wrong? I'm scared. Of what? You name it. Once I go off in the wilderness, I can freeze to death. What if I find Olga? And she's mad at me, and she uses her powers to hurt me. What if she's not mad at me, but still, she can't control her powers, and she zaps me on accident. They say, someone say my name over there. I'm hungry. 
when are we breaking for lunch? It's okay to be stiff, but you still have to go over there and bring her back here. Maybe later. Oh well. Who are you? I am a prince. I will fight off any evil snow monsters or wicked spells or anything your sister throws at you. Never fear, your savior is here. I'm not... I don't know if this is how the story goes. Ugh, I give up. Who's that guy? Did he bring any food? Thanks, prince, but no thanks. But aren't you scared? I am scared, a little bit. But sometimes life is scary. But God loves me, and he'll get me through whatever I need to get through. Did you say we're through? Good, I'm starving. I skipped breakfast this morning. Wait for me. I know. What now? To be continued again. The shepherds were not the only one to learn of the birth of Jesus. Some, like the Magi from the East, were filled with the same joy and excitement that captured the shepherds. But there were still another man, like the corrupt King Herod, who had an entirely different reaction. When he learned of the arrival of the newborn king, Herod was filled with fear. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? You saw a star when it rose, and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem in Judea, they replied, For this is what the prophet has written, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler, who will shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out, found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until they stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary and bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And, and having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. Round yon virgin, mother and child, holy infant, so tender and mild, sleep in heavenly peace, sleep in heavenly Silent night, holy night, Son of God, love's pure light, rain. 
with the dawn of redeeming grace. Jesus, Lord, at thy birth, Jesus, Lord, at thy birth, silent night, holy night, shepherds quake at the sight, glory stream from heaven afar. Heavenly hosts sing Alleluia. Christ the Savior is born. Christ the Savior is born. Many people live in fear today. Like Herod, some of us fear losing power or control. Others are afraid of the future, while still others are afraid that they will end up alone. Jesus is our Emmanuel. Emmanuel means God with us. Christ is with us. The life that he lived, the death that he died for us, and the power of his resurrection proves to us that Jesus will Never leave us nor forsake us. God's perfect love drives out fear, and it leaves joy in its place. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. For the word of the Lord is The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The whole world is full of his unfailing love. Psalm 33, verse 1 to 5.
Now, after much delay, the conclusion of our two sisters, Princess Olga and Princess Ingo. Did you say that we're going to finish this today? Uh, yeah, it's our last day. I don't know. There's an awful lot of story left. Maybe we should just go to town to watch the movie. Stop! We can do this. We just have to move fast. Are you sure? Yes, but we still have to move fast. Read fast! Uh, okay, um... Ah, there it is. Ogo was living in the wilderness. Anger loved his sister, and she decided to go after her. There was also a prince. He offered to go with her, but instead Inga asked him to stay behind and watch the kingdom for her. So Inga went off to search for her sister, and there was also this guy with a reindeer who went with her. We don't have anybody else. Um, okay, scratch that. Inga went alone. Eventually, she reached her sister's icy palace. Olga was frightened and wanted her sister to go away. So she created a big icy snow monster to scare her away. Uh, but then she came back. So then the prince went to get Olga. You forgot to read that part. Uh, okay, so the prince came back. But wait, he's supposed to get Olga and bring him back here. You're supposed to... What next? Um, uh, uh, so then we all thought that Olga was the bad guy because she froze Inga's heart. I did what now? You forgot to read that part. Well, sorry, I've been in kind of a rush here. Anyway, it turns out that the prince is the bad guy. What? The prince is about to destroy Olga. <laughs> when Inga sacrifices herself to save her sister, proving that love is stronger than any other power, the end. Oh, finally. You know, love is pretty amazing. It is, especially the way God loves us. You know, we've been spending all this time telling about our story when we should be out there telling the story of how God loves everybody. Let's go. Wait, does God really love everybody? Of course. Even me, I'm the bad guy. Even you. Come on, we'll tell you all about it. I mean, that's happily ever after. The end. and wise men aren't the only ones who got to meet the baby Jesus and experience the love and power of God face to face. There were others. The Bible accounts that when Jesus was still a baby, Mary and Joseph took him to the temple in Jerusalem to be consecrated to the Lord in accordance with the Jewish customs. But it turned out to be far from your customary consecration. On the eighth day, when it's time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of Moses, every first, in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. 
Now there is a man in Jerusalem called Simeon, who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a life for revelation to the Gentiles. The Lord, the child's father and mother, marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against, so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and the sword will pierce your own soul too. There were also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Peniel, and the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then was a widow, until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped... She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. Luke two twenty one to thirty eight.
the name of Jesus. This story is meant to be shared. It has been from the beginning. The prophet Isaiah shared it with the people of Israel hundreds of years ago before Christ was ever born. On the night of his birth, the angels shared it with the shepherds. After meeting Jesus, the Bible says that the shepherds shared it with whoever would listen. Simeon and Anna shared it in the temple courts of Jerusalem. And now it's our turn to proclaim the name of Jesus. We thank our Heavenly Father who sent his son to earth as a baby. And we remember who this child became. We celebrate the one who died for us and saved us from our sins. We joyfully acknowledge all that Christ has done in our lives. We proclaim the name of Jesus. Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spears. He burns the shields with fire. He says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted among the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress.
All right, and with that, that brings us to our end of our program. We want to thank you for coming, and we hope that you enjoyed it. But most of all, that we would remember to worship Christ the King during this Christmas season. Thank you. Have a good day.